Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Mom, do not touch that sock. I swear to God, if you touch that sock, you will be in therapy for the rest of your life. No, it's my special sock. Put it down. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) How are you, sir? I'm good. I am, uh... Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm awake. I'm happy. Yeah. Working less. Getting paid. I'm good. <laughs> Living the dream. I am right now. Cool. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Uh you? I'm as good as I can be. Yeah? Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, work sucks, but outside of that, everything else is fine. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're working less, making more. I'm working harder, making the same. <laughs> you know. I didn't mean to rub it in. Yeah, yeah. Just rub a little salt in that wound there, buddy. Way to go. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a whole fucking lot. You're welcome. Uh, no. Um, no, it was a, weirdly enough, a productive week for, for me from a watching stuff standpoint. Really? Yeah. Okay. I watched quite a few things. Tell me more. Well, I'm going to start off with, I, I watched The King's Man. So did I. Okay. Uh-huh. It wasn't bad. I liked it. It wasn't good. No. It, I, you know, I don't think it was as fun as the first two. But I, I thought it was a, a good prequel. So did I. You know. I thought it set up things quite nicely. I liked it. It explained things like the reason why they used the, the Knights of the Round Table and... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah, I... I uh, spoilers... Yeah, um, but uh, I was shocked that the kid died. I didn't see that coming. No, neither did I. That, that, that kind of threw me. I was like, "Wow, really?" Yeah, I I did not see that coming. No. Um, I liked the way they did Rasputin. Yeah. But I wanted more of him. Yeah. Um, because I thought that, yes, it's it was over the top and da 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 da. But I, but I that's what you expect from a Kingsman movie. Correct and. I actually liked Rasputin. I, I liked the character. I thought it was gritty. I th- I thought it was a pretty good portrayal of what he probably was like. Yeah. With, of course, the excess of the dancing and stuff like that. But I like how that... Um, I like how that was incorporated into the movie. Like yeah. his ballet and stuff like that. Right. I, I thought that was... I thought that was really good. Um, anyway, but I thought it was good. I think the girls are going to like it when they see it, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I was really shocked that he, he died. But uh, probably my favorite part was probably Rasputin. Yeah. I, I liked, I felt they captured that character pretty pretty well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I thought it was a very interesting way to kind of like explain World War One. 
Yes. So did I. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and like using like the backdrop of World War One and like this one person with this plot knowing that each of these trees would have to fall into place. And right, right. Like, you know, like, it was like a very interesting like idea. Right. I, I thought that, yeah. like, that, like, you know, and I, I like, I kind of liked. I mean, obviously, I mean, you're going to like Wraith Fines. I mean, he's, you know. Right. He's one of the all-time greats. Yeah, yeah. And, but, I, you know, I, I just, I thought they did a good job of just kind of like creating a story around that backdrop of World War One. Right. I, I, know, I agree with you. And what kicked it off and, like, you know, how they tried to bring it to, you know, I mean, it, 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 I thought it was just very well done. Like, I... I yeah, I thought it was slow in parts. I I thought there were parts that were I was kind of like, oh okay, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, but it, I I thought the end of it, I thought the action at the end was was pretty fun. I like, you know, the little things they were trying to do, like you know, you, the plane, you know, that whole part of the mission just went completely sideways for them, and yeah, yeah, like it was just oddball little things that I, I kind of liked about it overall that. You know, it, it it was a fun two hours. I, I, I did it, was it slow in parts? Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. But right, I thought, right, I, right. I, overall, at the end of the two hours, I, I didn't sit there and go, "Well, boy, that sucked." I thought eh, it was okay. I enjoyed myself. <laughs> yeah, I it was it entertained me, and yeah. I, you know that's what I was looking for, and I got it. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really well done. Personally, yeah. So, what else did you watch? Uh, well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to the two big ones. I'm sure they're gonna create lots of discussion, especially one of them. Um, but I also finished watching uh, season two of The Righteous Gemstones. Okay, how was that? It's really good. I mean, I, I I watched most of the first season. I liked it. Yeah, the second season is the same vein. You know, okay, you know what I mean? Like it it. it it explores further like their family dynamic. I think what I what I liked the most was it really went into the the character like the John Goodman character Eli Gemstone. Okay. And his background and where he's from. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and like it, you you watch a lot of this and you're like, oh, oh okay, okay. All right, right. And I mean, I I just thought it was like a. I, what I don't think it was as good as the first season, but it misses by just an inch. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it was still very, very good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. There were a lot of, you know, pretty fucking funny moments. Yeah, yeah. There was some stuff I was like, ah, I don't even think I needed this. Okay. You know, but um, but overall, excuse me, overall. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fucking, come from the soul. Fucking gritter came out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, overall, I thought the second season was was very, very good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm looking forward to a third season. Okay. You know. Yeah. I would if you haven't watched the if you have HBO Max and you haven't watched the Righteous Gemstones season one and two are right there. Yeah, give it a viewing. It's it's worth the price of admission for sure. Okay, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised because I know you watched the first. You didn't finish the first season though. Nah, not yet. Oh well. I don't know how I got off the path. Yeah, I was I was really into it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't finish it. And then um, 
the two big ones that, that, that are probably going to generate the most conversation. I, I, I watched uh, Free Guy. Free Guy. Oh, you didn't watch it. Wow. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Yeah, I did watch it. Okay. I didn't think it was bad. I, I was really, entertained. It was really good. Yeah. Like, it was like... It reminded me a little bit of Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Only in this aspect of it that it took, like, an original thought. Like, it took a, it, it took a concept that we already know. But it found a way to make it original. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I thought the like, like the thing that I found interesting was like once you kind of figured out, even though you already knew from the jump from the trailers and stuff, that you know, guy was in a video game. Yeah, yeah. Like all of a sudden, like if you start watching the background, you'd see like video game shit taking place. Yeah. Like people would glitch. Yeah. You know, or like there'd be a guy like running and all of a sudden he'd crotch down for no reason. And then get back up and start running again. Like, you know, it, it was stupid shit like that that, like, from somebody who's played video games. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm familiar. I, I've done that, you know. Yeah. I've had that happen to me. So, like, there was, like, always kind of stuff in the background. Like, that you were like, oh, okay, that's, that's video game shit right there. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I thought overall, like, the, I liked the story. I liked the concept of the story. I guess it wasn't a, an original story well no but it still told a good story right you know what i mean yeah. but it, it told it in an original way yeah <laughs> yeah i liked it it was pretty good i mean and ryan reynolds is fucking killer he is good <laughs> you know yeah. i mean he's funny as fuck yeah i mean he is i mean and like and this wasn't this wasn't deadpool no no if you know i mean he's funny he's he can be funny in a in a non like his dry wit works in a PG thirteen movie and in an R movie. Right, right. You know what I mean? That's what I kinda of trying to get at. Like like he can do that. He he I mean, fuck, he was the voice of Pikachu. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. So like I mean there there is something to Ryan Reynolds. I thought the like the cat the overall cast was was really, really good. Yeah. Um I just, I, I thought, like, I'm watching this movie, and I'm just, like, thinking to myself, like, wow, I mean, they kind of pulled this off. Like, you know, I, I think one of my concerns was, like, how do you kind of pull this off and make it work? Right, right. And they did it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really have much to say on it. I thought it was a good movie. I was entertained. I liked Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was... Better caliber of movie that's out there. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sort of like Kingsman. I thought Kingsman was a better caliber of movie that I've been trying to watch on TV. Yeah. It's been pretty scarce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the whole the whole thing with like Cap Shield. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. And Chris Evans like, what the shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was fun. Yeah. There's stuff like that that was, like, fun. There were the little things that were, like, as a video game player, like, you know, you know how to play video games now, but I've played them, in, you know, enough in the past. Like, there were, like, little Easter eggs here and there. You were just like, ah, okay. Yeah. It's a nice little nod. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, 
even the like the scene with uh Channing Tatum. Yeah. You know. And you know, the, the the complete nerd who's like playing the character. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, that was just tremendous. Like so well done. Like yeah. simple shit like that. Um no, I thought that was gonna take longer. No, it's okay. I I yeah. like the coffee part too. Yeah. I love that. I was like, I think I didn't you? Yeah. And like, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, oh something's wrong. Share for each is Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit like that. You know? Yeah. I was like, wow, that's cool. I mean I it's small, but I like that scene. I, I like Even that. like at the beginning, like when he's like, you know, when he takes the glasses. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the real world, the two little girls are like, I told you to smoke his ass. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Um, but on to the, the, the fourth thing I watched this week, which I, I, I'm hoping is going to generate much more conversation. Yeah. I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, you didn't watch Picard yet? I, I Okay, I did watch Picard season episode one, yeah. Let's go there first. Okay. Discovery and Picard, okay. All right. I, uh, I, maybe I just have to go back and watch the end season finale, but I was lost. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I know I watched the finale. Yeah. Because we talked about it. Right. But I went into it like, what the fuck is happening? Well, that... I kind of was like... Eh. And that kind of makes me wonder. Like, okay, like I, I, I agree with you. Because like, the whole thing with Rios as the captain of the Stargazer and like everything else that was kind of like... I was like... Is this like... I, I, I don't remember the ending of season one having this happy, happy, joy, joy feel where everybody was kind of coming back to Starfleet. and I thought they were... He was, I thought they were... You know. Yeah. Hit the road and yeah. fucking let's do some shit. Yeah. All of a sudden he's in command of a starship and I'm like, what the fuck? I just could not. I don't know. I just couldn't piece it together. Yeah. And, and I and I got. Uh, like the only thing I could figure out is it had to have been something Q did. Yeah. That's what I mean. Because and, like, it, it, like to me, like I, I remember like at the end of season one. And I gotta go back and maybe watch the finale again. Like they were all on Rios's ship, and they were kind of like going from there. Yeah, I, and, I thought there was gonna be a new adventure awaits, and he was right. didn't he say make it so or something yeah. like that? And I thought, whoa, we're on for another adventure. I'm cool with it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I like this band of misfits, and I yeah, I hope this is the way it goes. And I thought that's the way it was gonna go, and that, all of a sudden it was just like. They have Rafi back in Starfleet and yeah. the Vulcan kid in the Academy and Rios is captain of Picard's old ship. Yeah. You know, like everything just kind of like, I was like, oh, there's he's, something he's off about this. Speech. And yeah. He's like, he's back at the winery and it's just like, it was making goo goo eyes with Romulan girl. Yeah. Which, I, you know, I can't blame him. She was attractive. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But, I, yeah, I, but I mean, that, like, it was, yeah. it was like, but there was like this whole thing of like, 
this is too happy of a beginning. It almost seems like a what if episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could not, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't wrap my head around it. And so I kind of just sloughed it off. Like I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I guess it's not the direction that I wanted it to take. Although they've kind of teased at the direction that it was going to take at the end of the first season. And all of a sudden, like things are completely upside down. Right. From what I thought was going to happen. I just... I don't know. Like, take Discovery, for an instant, for instance. Things had taken place, but you still pick up kind of where you left off. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And well, this I mean, episode, this, this, it, it almost this, seems like there's like five or ten years that had passed. Right, and Discovery has that whole thing of like... If you look like at the end of episode one, it, it was you well, know you know who, who's approaching? Oh, it's it's the Enterprise. You know, oh shit, yeah. cliffhanger. End of season two. Well, they're off in a thousand years in the future. Oh shit, you know. So like them coming out of the wormhole makes a hundred percent. You know, like this is where yeah. the season should pick off. Yeah, yeah. You know, the start of season three. You know, is what I'm coming out of. You know, the, the end of season three was kind of like the only one that it was kind of like, okay, this is the end. Right. There is no. Here's what's going to happen next season because it was just you know, it was Burnham saying let's fly and the, the ship, you know, warping off. Right. Right. You know, so like this season was the first season of Discovery, where yes, you could like say, three years later. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. This is where we're, Discovery's at. Yeah, I just didn't think Picard had enough in it to do this yet. Right, but at the same time, I don't think it, that's what happened. I, I I think this is all Q. I think so. Yeah, like I'm willing to bet it at, has to be. Like at the end of this, we're gonna find out. No, our our lovable band of misfits is still our lovable band of misfits. Yeah, and then the whole seven of nine thing. And... Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It just kind of went too many places and things were happening that I was like, what the fuck? And like, I don't know. I, yeah. I just, the episode was lost on me. And maybe maybe that's the direction that they wanted, you know, for the entrance of Q. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I don't know. I just, I wasn't really that impressed with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I get your standpoint. Like, I, I'm not, you know. Maybe I, I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. No, I mean you're right because it, it did like for me too. I was like, I was okay with everything up until, you know, Rios is on the bridge of the Stargazer. Yeah. At that point, I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but I don't want to see him in that role. No, that's I want, not I want the him role. To be, I want him to be the road captain of his own ship. And, and that's just not the role that yeah. I see him in. No. And I don't ever see him taking a role like that. No. Yeah. Ever. No, I, I agree with you. Like, you know it, what I mean? It, it, it's that, that's the, that was the, the, the quirk that threw me. Like, I, I was like, okay, Rafi went back to Starfleet... Okay, you know, the Vulcan or the the Romulan kid 
join the academy. I can see Picard making that happen. Yeah. You know? So okay. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I'm okay with everything so far until I get to Rios and, like, you know... When he wasn't on, when he wasn't the captain of his own ship, I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And you know, there he is on the stargazer. Yeah, weird, right? On the fucking stargazer. Yeah. You know. Weird. Like, it, it was just. It, weird. Yeah. Yeah, I. I don't know. Anyway, we can move past it. I, I just. No, I. I, I was just not. Like I, my hope is it, it is it's cuified. And, like, you know, by the time Picard kind of assembles everybody, we find out what really was going on. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and they take their trip, you know, back to the future. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, anyway. I it's just... It but, like, even, like, like, the Borg Queen was, like, that was badass. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. You know, like, there was some, like, the, the Borg cube, or, I mean, the, the Borg ship, it wasn't a cube, it was a fuck. Like, this was like, where the fuck are these Borg from? Yeah. You know, like, like so, like, it it, it it creates, like, that that whole thing of, like, is this, like, a rip in the multiverse? Like, yeah. I, I hate to mar- marvelize it like that, but, like, it's like, these the, the, this Borg queen is clearly extremely different from yeah the Borg queen you and I know. Right, right. You know, and even like the look of the Borg, like based upon her, is a lot different than what we're accustomed to. Like, it's like there's a lot of stuff. Like, they put a lot in play, but you're right. Like, it was almost like a magician's trick to a certain extent. Like, there was so much distraction with like, what the fuck is going on? Why is Rios the captain of the Stargazer? Why is you know X, Y, and Z to like when all of a sudden like. Oh, here you go. Yeah, like you know there was like something, there was like things I just couldn't accept. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I hope it doesn't go like this. It was like almost a feeling of disappointment. Yeah. And I was like, man, I thought it'd just be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we'll just have to see. Yeah. I did not watch Discovery, so don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> Is it good? I can tell me that much. Or were you let down by Discovery as well? No, I, I wasn't let down by it, but um, it was an interesting episode that, that, you know, I thought, you know, raised some interesting questions. Okay. You know, to, again, like, it's that thing like we talked about last week with Jamal from Uncle Jammy. Uh. Um, you know, they're on a shot clock now. You know, time's yeah. a ticking. Yeah. And... You know, like the, the the things that they're trying to figure out. You know, I, I get I I get why they did what they did, uh-huh. but at the same time, there's a part of me that's just like, yeah, the the clock is ticking, and the more time you waste doing this, is less time you have with things you need to. Do. Yeah, yeah, I get you know. I get so, I tell you what, I did watch. <laughs> Season finale of 1883. Okay. Oh. Series, from what I understand. Correct. Series finale. Series finale. Yeah. Wow. That good? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any plans on watching it? No. Okay. So I could talk a little bit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Spoilers. Yeah. So, 
this whole series has been about the Dutton family coming across to go to, I think originally it was Oregon. Yeah. Uh, Oregon Trail. Yeah. That type of thing. Everybody died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sam Elliott was in this movie. Right. Which, you know, I love fucking Sam Elliott. Who doesn't? Right. But the acting was good on all rounds. I had no idea that that guy could act like that. Yeah. Um, the guy that played Dutton. Uh, Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. No idea. Even his wife was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and this girl, the center focus of this story. Yeah. Um, was fantastic. Yeah. Right? And her narration, she narrated almost the entire thing. Yeah. And sometimes it got a little too poetic. But, I mean, for the most part, it was really good. But it really showed really good on the how troublesome that path was. Yeah. From fucking rattlesnakes to fucking Indians to rivers to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bandits, outlaws. And, and it showed it very graphically. Yeah. On, like... I mean, it didn't show the rape, but it showed the aftermath of a, you know, bandits came in and right. raped a, and pillaged and stole an Indian, you know, settlement while the warriors right. were out hunting. Right. Right. So, there was a lot of things like that that, like, I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, rattlesnake bit a horse, horse's leg. Yeah. Popped the horse, a lady came down on her neck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then the rattlesnake struck a guy, which later on they later amputated. Yeah. But I mean, like field amputation. Yeah. But these a lot of, some of the folks were in the Civil War and they had done that, and so it wasn't like too far fetched. You know yeah. what I mean? Like these were things that they had to happen. And right. Most of the people in this caravan died. Either yeah. From bandits, Indians, or fucking rattlesnakes, or the river. You know, four yeah. people drowned in the river just trying to get across, and so there was a lot of that. It reminded me a little bit like Lonesome Dove in a sense. Um, in, in a small sense, but, yeah. Um, I thought that it was shot right, period, right. You know what I mean? Like it all made sense. Yeah. You know. So anyway, it's about this girl and her family, the Dutton family. And they're they're going across, and you know, there's a little Dutton, and then there's the actually she's probably seventeen, eighteen, uh, daughter, and it's her about her transformation, like going from. You know, you're going to be married and you got to wear dresses and, you know, by the end of it, she's in fucking chaps and fucking... Yeah. Uh, married in Indian, you know, yeah. Indian, Native American. And it was really cool. It yeah. showed the different tribes and the warring tribes. And yeah. Anyway, it ended how it began and she ended up getting shot in the stomach with an arrow. Well, it pierced her liver. And uh, I like the fact medically that, you know, Tim McGraw goes up and he's like, well, let me see the arrow to the wife. And she's like, oh, she, the wife's like, you know, faith hit on yes, right? Yeah. And he was like, she's strong, she's young. You know what I mean? And he said, let me see the arrow. And it was filthy. Yeah. And that's what killed her. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, if she survived the liver puncture. The infection is what took her. The infection is what took her because right. they used to dip their arrows in cow manure. Yeah. Like the arrows were supposed to be filthy, so yeah. or poisoned. Um, so when they did hit you, 
wasn't the arrow that was yeah. going to kill you. You were going to die from infection. Yeah. Um, and you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So anyway, you're going through all of this, and you know she she becomes a strong female figure that you know you end up falling in love with in a sense because you're just and you're falling in love with Sam Elliott because the guy wakes up every day ready to kill himself. Yeah. Because his family died from smallpox. He was in the Civil War. Yeah. And so was Tim. Tim McGraw. Yeah. So they have seen shit, you know, that's still yeah. there. But they suffer from PTSD, but there was no name for it. Then. More Sam Elliott, I think, than. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Sam Elliott gets home and all of a sudden smallpox hit their town and it took his wife and his daughter. Yeah. Um, so every morning he's with this other, uh, this uh, black captain in the Civil War. And every morning he stops Sam Elliott from killing himself. Yeah. Um, I think mostly, well, part of the war and then part of it is his family. Yeah. And all he wants to go, he keeps saying through the whole thing, he just want to make it to Oregon. I can sit on the shore and I can see the coastline through my eyes for my wife because she wanted to see it. You know what I mean? So there's that whole thing. So anyway, coming into the movie and the girl's getting sicker and sicker. Then she comes back, bounces back a little bit. Then she starts getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And Tim McGraw is like, it's just, the final episode is just heartbreaking because it's all about her death really. <coughs> Yeah. And how they cope. And they're on a wagon and they can't make it. Like, she wants to choose the place she dies. Yeah. That's how you get to Yellowstone. Yeah. Right. Um, I think. Um, but the wagon couldn't take it there. So, like, she had to, her mother had to say goodbye. You know. Yeah. He rode her on horseback, her holding on to him. And it's that whole process, and then, you know, they snuck up behind a tree. Not behind a tree, but yeah. slumped up on the upside of a tree, and they talked for a while. She went to sleep, woke back up, and she says, Daddy, I'm not scared, and she passes. He starts breaking down. It's very emotional. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's yeah. just, you follow this girl, and, like, so much, and Sam Elliott, like, on the way out, Sam Elliott said, I'll watch them like they're my own. Like, yeah, his family while he took her. It was like 10 day by wagon, two day by horse. And she only yeah. had a couple of days left. That's why they did it that way. Right. <laughs> and um, she says to Sam Elliott is like, he, he said something like, you might beat it, you know, this, that, and the other. And uh, she said, you know what I mean? She's yeah. like, and Sam Elliott goes, I'll save a spot by you by the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of cool, you know. Right. I get it. So, anyway, she dies. You know, it flash forwards two years, something like that. Um, the black guy, the black captain, ended up um, hooking up with a gypsy. Like one of the wagon people, one of the only last wagon people that survived. Her husband died early on and he kind of like... Yeah. He didn't move in at all. She tried to move in on him. He was like, uh ah. Yeah. You know. But then he took liking to her and you know and so he plotted out a place for them somewhere. I don't I'm not sure where. The guy that got snake but his wife died, but he had a leg off, but he got his plot of land in Oregon somewhere. And uh then they showed her and him well, they showed her heaven, 
type of yeah. not in heaven but on the plains you know yeah and met up with her Native American husband and he won a race and, yeah and it was cool she was yeah not grim looking anymore and they rode off then they showed Sam Elliott on the beach you know yeah. sitting there and uh, hats off you know yeah just looking out getting the waves and he says we made it you know this that and the other then a hummingbird comes by you know yeah. flies away and he kind of back pants and all I hear and he kills himself yeah like I was I think I was more taken back by that yeah than I was yeah that he and you saw I mean well, you saw him from a distance and you heard the shot and you see the body slump yeah and uh at the end of it, I was a fucking wreck. Yeah. I mean, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, I did not think she would survive just because of infection. Right. Um, and you kind of knew. But Sam Elliott, not that it didn't shock me, but you almost forgot about it because your f- whole focus was on her. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it makes sense why Sam Elliott would. Right. He's done. He's done. Yeah. You know. Um. But at the end of it, because they kept saying, you know, there's a season two and this, that, and the other. And at the end of it, I was like, there needs no, there does not need to be another season of this show. Like, this show needs yeah. to end. I told it to, you know, them. I was like, this show needs to end where it's at and stay there. Yeah. This was a perfect miniseries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Please don't ruin it with another episode. Yeah. Although I would love to see Tim McGraw again. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right. it was his interaction with his daughter that and his family. Right. And with the other people that most of them were dead that made this show what it was. Right. You know? And uh Yeah. So it was like it's quite honestly, it might be one of the most perfect miniseries I've ever watched. As far as Westerns. Yeah. Um, I just loved it. Yeah. I did. I like the fact of the cowboys and yeah, early days and Right. I get that. Circling the wagons, I understood why. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh I thought the Indian Native Americans were portrayed uh respectfully and right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the time period. <laughs> so It was it was just really good. Good. Yeah. It was good. just a well, well done show. Yeah. Um, it should probably win every Emmy in the book. Yeah. Like it was just, it was just so well done. I just, yeah. there was just no complaints, you know, from a period piece. Yeah. It just made sense how it was filmed, how they were dressed, you know, everything about it was good. Yeah. I, did it get a little long winded with her? Yes. Sometimes. Right. Um, but really the story as much as they say it's about the Duttons, it's more about her. It was her journey. Right. You know, just one of those lost stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like almost like a lost story. Yeah. You know? Um, do I have any interest in watching Yellowstone? Not really. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Right. Um, I, I am interested in 1932. Yeah. I think that should be really interesting. Um... You know, because I, I don't know how the West was back in 1932. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get that. No idea. Yeah. So I'm curious to find how that is. How, how, what it's like in 1932 out there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know? So, uh, so anyway, yeah, it was, it was really good. It really affected me for a couple of days. Yeah. Because it's just because maybe it was because of her. Maybe it was because of his death. Maybe it was just because I had finally finished the saga and I was like, now I can yeah. breathe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah, it was good. Real good. So there's that. So that's what I finished. Other than that, I haven't watched shit. Yeah. I don't think. I think I started a couple things and I just couldn't get into them. Yeah. But Ghostbusters. The afterlife, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you love it? Absolutely. Oh. Beginning to end. Yeah. There wasn't a part I didn't like. No. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Even with the cameos. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to make it corny with the cameos. Yeah. It wasn't. No. <sighs> I rolled a tear at the end. Oh, the Venkman handhold? Yeah. No, not Venkman. Um, Ramus's character. Egon. Egon. Yeah. Egon's handhold? I was like, oh. It's too much. I looked over at least and I'm like, oh man. Like when the little girl started shooting. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then like you saw the ghost hand kind of I was just like and then you see him, and I'm like, oh my and, and the worst was, like <laughs> the worst part about this is like it, it's like this this was spoiled for me. Like I had seen like I knew his ghost appeared. Yeah, yeah. But still like in this instance, the beauty of it became, I was so caught up in the moment that when it happened, it still had an emotional punch. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, spo- spoilers, by the way. I'm sorry. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoiling the shit out of this. Yeah. But, like, it was just so well done. Like, And, like, the decision to tie it back to the original movie, you know, with, with Gozer... And everything was like, and like even like you know, and this is where the the the, the material that that metal came from that they used in the high rise from, in New York. Yeah. You know, and I, all that stuff was just like, that's really smart. Yeah. Right. Like this is a really smart script. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can see why, Aykroyd and and Murray kind of really put their. Like, name behind it in a way. Yeah. Like, you know, because it was, like, really, really smart and really well done. And it had such an attachment to the, you know, it attached itself so well to the original franchise. Right. And, like, all the little things that, like, the mo- like the, the chess, like, just, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the little thing with the chess pieces. And, like, it, 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 I... I, I liked it a lot. Like I sat there like just mesmerized by this movie and how, how good it was. And like even like the conversation she has when she's in when when they're in jail and she calls Ray. Right. You know, and Ray's kinda like, Yeah, sorry, kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, you're <laughs> like you could tell Ray's conflicted and like yeah, I, uh, 
it was just a smart movie. It was, wasn't it? It was just so well done. Yeah. Like, it really was. Like, I can't believe... Like, like, I knew it was going to be good. Yeah. Like, I really did. Like, I, I thought, like, all this... You know, I've heard the reviews. I've heard people talk about it. I heard you talk about it. Yeah. Without spoiling it. But, like, you know, you were talking about it. And you were saying, like, you know... It was really, really good. And, like, you know, you, you, you rolled a tear and everything else. And I thought, yeah, you know, I'm expecting a good movie. But, like, it... it I wasn't expecting it to be this good. I know. I know. It was just really well done. The script was like so good. It had that... It just had that... It had that old vibe. Like it, I was saying, like it had that old... Not just a Ghostbusters vibe, but it had like that old 80s vibe to it. It had an Amblin vibe to it. Yeah. It like did. it where it, it, it felt... It didn't feel like the Goonies. It didn't feel yeah. like Stranger Things. But it felt nostalgic without being nostalgic. If that nostalgic makes sense, nostalgic with being with with being new. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to really describe it either. Yeah, I mean, the best way I can describe it is it felt like an old school Amblin movie, where like you know the it, like Spielberg would have like the kids are the heroes, and but there's some scary shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's how this felt. Like it, it wasn't, and it wasn't a comedy because, like, the original Ghostbusters isn't a comedy movie. It, it just it has comedy elements to it because of who the cast is. Right. Like you know, you can't help but have it like, like you know, funny stuff in it because of the cast. This wasn't a comedy. This this wasn't a ghost movie. Right. You know. I mean, there were some humorous elements to it. I, you know, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. You know, podcast was even yeah. pretty damn funny at times. But like, I—that's the only way to describe it. It felt like an Amblin movie. Yeah. yeah. And I—I I, I mean, I know it's a weird thing to say, but that's kind of how it felt like one of those old school Spielberg made or Spielberg produced movies. Right. Right. You know. It was so good. I, I just can't get over. I don't know. I just liked it. I oh, I I liked the fact that he was a ghost. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, kind of like, full circle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, I Vakeman kind of looked at him and goes, I, "I I had a feeling he'd show up." Yeah. You know. Like shit, like that. Like, I mean, like even the beginning of it. Like, like I figured out, like, you know, it, it's Egon, and but he's standing on the porch and he's getting ready to spring the trap and he's kind of holding that trap out to taunt. Right, right. Like, like that wouldn't have been an Egon move in 1984. No. But that was like, this is where this ki- this character has progressed. Right. Like, he's a bit of a badass in a way. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I just, I, I was I was so impressed with how good this movie was. I, 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 yeah, I expected to enjoy it, just from what everybody said. But I wasn't expecting to enjoy it that much. Right, right. You know what I mean? 
And like even like the entire time, like you know the the mom, you know she's just bad mouthing Egon, like you know he was a crazy old man who left his family, right? You know, like she didn't understand, and like when she did understand, and at the end, like when he hugs her, like you know, like it was like like he'd been checking in on her, right? That entire time like he had that wall of her, like you know, following her life still because he cared, he loved her that much, but he had to do what he had to do. He like he was making the ultimate sacrifice of his family to, in his eyes, protect the world, right. And his family. And his family. Yeah, yeah, but like, like it was like nobody believes me, nobody understands what I'm what I'm doing. But this is what I absolutely positively have to do to make sure the world is safe. Right. Right. You know. I know. It's good shit, man. It was. It was some deep shit. I mean, <laughs> it was some funny stuff. I mean, you know, Paul Rudd is amusing in it. The but like even like. The constant callbacks in the music. Yeah. You know, like, you know, they'd be driving somewhere and, like, it would be like that old, like, I recognize the music from the original Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, it's in the original Ghostbusters movie. I recognize that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was shit like that and it was just like, it's so well done. I know. It was, it was good. I just... I don't know. I just it was so nostalgic. It, it was just it was just really good. I I can't. It's one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean, like or series yeah. or anything. Yeah. Um. And like when they, when they showed up, it made sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, in a way, I, I almost wish they didn't. Yeah. Like, I understand why they're there. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was cool, like, especially after they had won and, you know, Pete Venkman from the home office. You know, that, that was a funny little line. Yeah. You know, there was some, some interesting stuff there at the end with everybody. But it was just like that thing of like, they almost, like, they almost weren't needed. They weren't necessarily but I think to pay respects to him dying you have to have him there yeah you have to have him there like I'm I'm not I'm not upset that they showed up but there's a part of me that was like I just wish this had been their story like they fixed it they they solved it they they picked up Egon's work and they saved the world yeah yeah and it wasn't you know these guys showing up yeah no I get it all you know, right. But they, I think they showed up because of him. Yeah. Because they somehow knew. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like, you can tell, like, when, Ray, when Ray's talking to, to to Carrie, the little girl, you know, he's like, he's putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Right. Like, because she's giving him the information that she has. Because he's like, he's, he was just a, he was a, he was a, you know, he was an asshole. He left us. Yeah. He left your family. He left everybody. Like, well, there was a reason for that. And, like, Ray starts to put the pieces of the puzzle together, I think. And he's like, oh, shit, I, yeah, we got to get to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Man. 
But why did it take him that long? You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. have to say to yourself, why did it take Ray that long to figure it out? You know what I mean? Well, I think it's a lack of communication. Like, I mean... <sighs> like, they, he wasn't talking to Egon. Egon wasn't talking... Like, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it's like... It seems like it would be like a thing that, like, Egon... I hate to, like, like start poking holes in this, but, like... Look, but like, you see, like Egon would have been like, "Look, this is what's going on." And if anybody would have would have believed him, it would have been Ray. Yeah. Ray would have understood. Yeah, Ray would have been like, "You're right, and this is what we need to do." Right, right. You know. But like, even Ray was like, "No, you're full of shit." <laughs> you know. So that aspect of I thought, like, that's like the one little hole I'm gonna poke in this movie is just that I feel like if anybody would have. Would have gone with Egon. It would have been Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can see where Venkman would be like, ah, you know what, boys? You know, we beat Gozer. You know, we, we beat the guy in the painting. I'm I'm kind of done. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But overall, just a fantastic movie. I I can't recommend enough. Yeah, so good. It was, it was good to hear it's fire up again, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. It, 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 it's like, it was like oddball shit like that. that like, like just I like, love the kids in the side saddle of that car, too. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. You know? Torching it up for the first time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. The touch of autism on the kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I like how they went there. Yeah. You know? It's pretty good. I hit it hit on a lot of different points. It did. Yeah. It was good. I'm gonna watch it again. I just bought it the other day. Yes, like I, I really enjoyed that. And uh, that's it. I'm trying to think. Nothing else. No. <laughs> yeah, it's how much you shed a tear at that point. I just couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, I knew it was common, but I just didn't think it would hit me as much as it did. Yeah. Thinking back on yeah. You know what I mean? Because when that happened, I immediately looked at, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's on now. Yeah. There's tissue. You yeah. Know? Yeah, because it's, it's here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very sad. Yeah. But, anyway. I'm trying to think there's a trailer I want to talk about. We don't talk about trailers very often anymore because they always seem to come out on Monday. Yeah. And like by the time it gets to like us to talk about it, I always feel like, well, everybody else has talked about it already. So why, why, you know, um, why are we? But there was one trailer like I was like, I got to talk to Ian about it. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. Yeah, and I watched Doctor Strange this week on 
cable television. <laughs> Did you? Oh, I was on. It's a really good movie. It is good. I had forgotten how much CGI they used. Yeah. There's a lot of CGI the end, in that movie. Especially the end. Yeah. When everything starts flipping upside down and inverting and... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty good. I like what's his name too. Anti-hero, baddie. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, I can never say his name. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Kinky Boots. He was in 2012 yeah. or whatever the fucking that John Cusack movie. Yeah. What is his Marvel name? He's one of the main bad guys of Strange. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he... Um... I just can't, I can't get to his name. Anyway. He's Mordo. Yeah. Yeah. Chiwetel Ijafor. Mm. Or something like that. I'm sure. Stork will blast me for that one. <laughs> um, I can't believe, I can't believe I can't remember what it was. What, trailer? Yeah. I didn't know any. I know. They, I mean, they released the last trailer for for Morbius, but I don't think that was the one. Because like, doesn't show anything like anything like really new. I'm looking forward to Morbius. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it was Fantastic Beast two or three. I didn't see that trailer. No. Let me show you that real quick. Alright, so you just watched that Fantastic Beast trailer. What? I liked it. Yeah. But it's just not the same without Depp. I like Depp's character. I like yeah. the eyes. Um, but, you know. It looks good. Yeah. I don't get as excited for these movies. No? No. Like, I like them. You know, um... I think the problem is... And, and it's not a prequel problem, but the... Because, like... Because you know how it ends. Right. The problem is, I know at the end of the day, the main character isn't the hero. Right. You know, at the end of the day, this is going to come down to, to the Dumbledore and, and what's his name? The villain. Oh. Um, Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah. It's going to come down to those two. The greatest, you know, wand battle ever. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what it comes down to. So it's like build up to that. And it's like Newt Scamander at the end of the day is nothing more that a pawn of in, Dumbledore. His, in his own story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like a weird thing of like, like at the end of the day, Harry's the hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Dumbledore may have known what the end game was and 
using Harry and, and the all the pawns and everything. He, you know, he was playing chess the whole time. But at the end of the day, it's Harry who has to win that battle. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things in that was the last movie is to prove that. Not prove it, but that he is the hero. It's like, when they were up on that fucking tower, it's like, let's let's take this where it started, Tom. Yeah. Let's do this one more time, just you and me. Yeah. Yeah, you know. He calls him Tom. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, that's badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, you knew. Yeah. But, like... Because it could have gone very different. Right. But, like, it, but still, it's like that thing of, like, you kind of knew where it was going, but it was still... You, you, you had to see it unfold... Yeah, yeah. To understand. Yeah. Like, you had to see, like, okay, oh, Harry's a horcrux. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like, that revelation, you're like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, it's kind you of know. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting, like, like pieces to this puzzle that had to come together in that last week. Where with this, it's kind of like, I know how this is going to end. I know this ends with the greatest wizard's duel ever. Yeah. Between these two. And, you know... And Dumbledore has to do the thing he doesn't want to do, and that's kill Grindelwald. Yeah. You know, so it's like this odd... It's like this odd thing of, like, it's kind of hard to get excited for these movies, because I feel like... I feel like they... Like, and they, they do this deliberately, and I don't blame them. I mean, they make money. Right. So why do it as a trilogy if you can get five movies out of it? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I, I get that, but I feel like in this case, like I feel like brevity would have been the better call. You know, doing it in three because like I feel like movies two, three, and four are nothing more than filler to get the five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so like it's it's it's, it's a weird thing with this series. Like I like it, I get into it, but at the same time, there's a part of me that's like. Let's just get the five. Yeah, because I liked the first one. Yeah. I liked the first one a lot. Yeah. The second one, like, it just it felt like filler. Yeah, in a sense, but there were some good moments. There were. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, and I enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, like, I didn't feel like... Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, it's... It's just that's an odd thing with this series. Yeah, it kind of went down. I th- I felt like the second one kind of went down after the escape of Grindelwald. Yeah, which is of course in the beginning. But yeah. I mean, like that was a really good. Yeah, I love that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but then it just kind of went down. not downhill. It just yeah became different. You know what I mean? But the ending of the first was magical. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, the whole walking into the rain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was sad. It was just... Yeah. It was just really good. Yeah. I like him and Newt's interaction. Yeah. I love seeing the different monsters and mythical creatures. And I thought that was really neat. I, I always liked, because, like, in, the, in the, the original series, Harry is our eyes. Yeah. Harry's experiencing the world for the first time, mm-hmm. and so we're we're experiencing the world through Harry's eyes. I always liked that, and I feel like like Jacob Kowalski's that character. Yes, here he, he's us. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a Muggle being let into the magical world, mm-hmm. 
And even after, like, I mean, you, you felt sad for him and he had to step into the rain yeah, and forget. But deep down, the memories never left him. Right. You know, and so it became like that, that, that interesting aspect of it. But it, like, like he's the character who like we're experiencing these films through, I feel like. Right. So like he's almost a little bit more interesting than Nude is. Right. You know, like it's a, it's this odd thing of like the main character of this movie. I'm not, I don't want to call him the least interesting because he's not. But in a way, he kind of is. Right. Because we're not experiencing the movie through his eyes. We're experiencing through th- Jacob's. Mm. You know, you got the villain Grindelwald. You've got the guy who's eventually going to kill him in Dumbledore. You know, and it's like, here's Newt, who... Eh, he's, he's cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's this odd thing. Right, like, but, but it's he's not Potter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, but at the same time, I'm, I don't want him to be Potter. No, I don't either. But I'm yeah. saying as far as the importance of character. Yeah. And these movies I thought were going to be about. Right. And they are in a sense, but Newt's becoming more of the background as the movies go further and further along. But there's also like, you could say like this is whole thing like, well, he's evolving as a character from, you know, from a confidence level in one to now in three. Like, you know, you, you hear him talking to Dumbledore in the first one about his fear of, you know, breaking the law and then Dumbledore's like, come on, for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and there's all that little little stuff there and, you know, like how he's kind of, like in a way, he's kind of manipulated by Dumbledore, but everybody is. Well, that's, that's true and even Potter. Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing about Dumbledore is like, I'm never quite sure how good of a character he really is. (laughs) Right. Because like he's, like, like he's standing on the side of right. Like he's almost he's almost like Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock. Right. Like he's standing on the side of right, but he's not one of the angels. Right. You know. I mean, even Dumbledore's own brothers said, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like like and Harry like worships him. Yeah. yeah. Until like at the end, like at the end, where he's kind of like, uh, "You were a bit of a dick." All right. You know, and Dumbledore's like, yeah, I did what I had to do. Right. You know, I, I, I and mean, it makes sense, but like at the same time, it's like, like it, it's funny because like you're wondering like, is this is this move? Because again, you're watching it through Harry's eyes, so like Harry views Dumbledore as like this absolute hero, right? This, this god walking among men in his eyes, and like everybody else kind of around Dumbledore, with few exceptions, are kind of like. Yeah, he's a bit of a jag off. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Harry's like, oh, don't you dare say a bad word about Aldous Dumbledore. How dare you? You know, right, right. At the end of the day, even Harry, Harry realizes, like, you fucking used me. You sent me like a pig to slaughter. Yeah. And that's exactly what Snape said. Yeah. Snape was actually pissed and had the truest heart of them yeah, all. Yeah. And yeah. That, and that's. That's the beautiful part of yeah. Harry Potter. I mean, yeah. that's the beautiful part of the realization yeah. of Snape is that Snape always viewed as the manipulator and the bad one yeah. had the biggest heart of anybody at Hogwarts. Right. I mean, it's, to the it's, fact that he sacrificed his own life. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I mean, it's, it's rather Obi-Wan-ish. Like, where, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, yeah, Luke Vader. He's a horrible person. Killed your father. He's a dick. Yeah. You know. And the third movie's like, yeah, what I told you was the truth from a certain point of view. Yeah, right. You know. Just a white lie. Yeah. He looks like, you told me to go kill my dad. Exactly. And they're like, ah, we didn't say that. You know, we, uh, let's, let's talk about this. Yeah. I, it's funny, even as I watched the first one, it's like, your father was a great pilot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, know? you watch those interactions and like, now that you've seen, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, now you want bus fare. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you fucking snake in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like the beauty. Like, like, like you, you watch those movies and like, especially like with, with the prequels and everything else. You, but it's just, it's funny because like, you know, Obi-Wan's like, yeah, he's a bad man. That Darth Vader. Anakin Skywalker, great guy. Loved him. <laughs> All right. You know. And if you think about it, you know, you know, they, you know, they, they sent, sent Luke away to fat camp for two weeks and now he's fighting the fucking Darth Vader. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, in all, they they tried to stop him. They're like, Hey, 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 don't go. You're not ready. And Lucy, I got it. I gotta go save my friends. And they're like, well, you know, if you go fight him now, we can't help you. Yeah. Like, what a dick move is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and then Luke comes back, like, is Darth Vader my father? And I'm like, yeah. 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 You bunch of dickheads. Right, right. Yeah. So it's the same thing with, with Dumbledore. Like, Dumbledore's like, yeah, I knew you were a horcrux. I kind of figured that out a while back. And, uh, yeah, you gotta die. You gotta die, you know. And Snape's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and that's what they said, too. It was like, you let him like a pig to slaughter. Yeah. And I was like, you go. Yeah. Like, Snape was the only one that ever stood up to Dumbledore, it seems. Yeah. Aside from Voldemort. But yeah. what I'm saying is like... like everybody else, like, they, they either, like, they figured out he was a complete and total jag-off. <laughs> right. Or, like, they were just like, you know, Albus Dumbledore is the greatest wizard of all time. Yeah, and like, they kind of take the the... You know, stand of well, he knows what he's done. Yeah, you know, what I mean? and Albus we trust. Exactly, you like know. you know. Okay, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. But you know, but with Snape, it's, he's always kind of like you're a motherfucker, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then when he really figures it out, like I love that scene. I mean, it's just one of the most powerful scenes. That that whole scene between him and Dumbledore and him saying telling Dumbledore I was like this is fucked up what you're doing yeah oh by the way you probably could have saved Lily exactly yeah you know thanks for that yeah cause you know just love of my life no big deal yeah right you know <laughs> yeah so I mean like like Snape had an axe to grind yeah he rightfully did and so. then he was like yeah to save them again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Dumbledore was like, oh, st-. you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, always. Yeah. Always, asshole. Yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. That's why 
I think that's why Snape has always been my favorite. Is just because it isn't because of his look and like how snar- snarky it is and stuff like or that. It's Alan Rickman. It's Alan Rickman. But w- what it is is like his true. I don't know. It's like the ultimate sacrifice was given by him all those years. Yeah. And he was Dumbledore's pawn. Yeah. And now he's like, go fuck yourself. I'm still going to do it, but go fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off. And like, even like with Harry, he's like, yeah, fuck you. You look like your father. God damn it, you have your mother's eyes. Yeah, right. You son of a bitch. Like, like he, he almost, like, it's funny because like, he's, Snape sees a lot of James. James and Harry. And probably like, again, like there's a bit of hero worship because like, you know, everybody else is telling Harry, hey, your dad was a great guy. He was awesome. He was amazing. We loved him. You know, we were falling into the fires of hell. And meanwhile, you find out well, he's a bit of a dick to Snape. Yeah. You know. And they all were. They all were. And so, like, at the end of the day, like, when, like, this hero, like, at the end of the day, when, like, he's going through his death, he, like, kind of, like, gives, gives his dad a handshake. Like, he's hugging his mother. He, you know, he's hugging everybody. His dad, he's like, yeah, I, I found out you were you were a bit of an asshole. Yeah, um, I, I just found out you were a horrible person. Yeah, we need to talk at some point. <laughs> you know? Right, and yeah. I love that. I loved yeah. how they depicted that in the film. You would think that he would give him a hug. Yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, hey, good to see you, Dad. Mom, I love you. Yeah. You know, but, you know, he's like, holy hell. But he just, he realized that Severus was... That should have been my dad. <laughs> you know. Right, exactly. You know? you know what I mean? Exactly. Hey, Mom, how, why'd you pick this dick? Yeah, he was just, I, yeah, it's so weird. But, I mean, Severus was just, just pure. I don't know. James <laughs> Potter was like the 80s teenager that had a sweater tied over his shoulders. Yeah, he was Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, he was Johnny, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. And the whole group was like Cobra Kai. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, sort of in a a weird sense, you know? I mean, that's who they were. Yeah. Um, James was Gryffindor's Malfoy in a sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I think it's strange. You see the. I mean, you don't see, but you kind of see the progression of those characters that were in that Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know, like, um, I love Lupin. Yeah. But I can't believe Lupin was that much of a dick when he was a kid. Yeah. But he got his own, right? Right. Because he became the werewolf. Right. And so, like, he evolved through that character to become who Lupin was. Right. And I like that character because very... um, it's almost like he became overcompassionate, not just yeah. for Harry, but for students, period. Right. You know what I mean? Um, just a loving person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, a serious, I don't think, changed. Again, like, Harry ends up worshipping this guy because he's the closest thing to his father. Yeah, but I think Sirius was better than his father. You got to think what his background was. Right. What Sirius came out of. Right, I understand that. You're And you're right to an extent, but like... He's still a bit of a dick to Snape. Yeah, of course he is. You know, like, and and Lupin's like, not. Lupin's like, yeah, maybe we should talk. Yeah, 
Sirius is like, kill him now. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like, like even at meetings, like when they're having meetings in like the later movies and like Snape is showing up and he's like, fuck, you gotta come to my house. Right, right. Fuck, I don't want you here. I don't want you knowing where I live. <laughs> right. Or is that dis- distrust because he was a Death Eater? I, 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 I have mean, a feeling it's, it, it goes back to like, I have a feeling it's, there's a little bit of like, yeah, you're still the sniveling little kid that we picked on in school. When he told school. him that. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And it's like, eh, I don't feel so bad about you dying now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it crushed Harry at the time, but... I think it crushed all of us when when he died. Yeah. That was a pretty bad death. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. Like, I, mean, I mean, I was crushed. The, right, because at the time, again, like, you're... Because you're watching it through Harry's eyes. Exactly. And so, like, when... when so, again, like, you're... I'm putting... You know, Sirius Black up there as well. Like, I mean, man, this is a, this is a good guy. He, this is a, this is a solid dude. Yeah. And like, it's only later on you find, out, oh yeah, you were one of the Cobra Kai kids. Exactly. Yeah. And you're still a bit of a dick because of it. Yeah. You know. I think the uh, really only one that wasn't was Lupin. Yeah. I, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I think that he was. I think he started out like that, but I think he evolved. I think that character evolved yeah. to a point of. More compassion and humble, yeah, because of he knew he knew what he was, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I did love Sirius Black. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought the character was just yeah phenomenal, and he played it perfectly. Yeah. And he played it half crazy, and that's how he would have been. Yeah. After all that time in, in prison, yeah. Correct. And Azkaban. I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, he would have gone nuts. Yeah. You know. Um, especially his personality. Right. Um, but boy, yeah, I know. It's like the Cobra Kai group. It's just like, yeah. and like, and it was disappointing. I can remember feeling disappointment on that's how James was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, wow. A jerk. Yeah. You know? And you start feeling empathy and then all of a sudden you find out that yeah. Snape is like a god. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And he named his kid after him. Yeah. Not James. Yeah. To the point, Harry Potter has two kids. You know, one's named Albus and one's named Severus. You know, yeah. there's no James. Yeah, there's no James in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Potter was truly a great story. Yeah. Um, the... The heartbreak that that kid suffered through. Not on yeah. top of, you know, every fucking semester he was put in like a life or death situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like every fucking year. Every year. He yeah. was put in this horrible place. Yeah. You know, on top of dealing with the death of his parents, on top of yeah. abuse yeah. in the muggle world. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, this kid should have, you know, turned into a serial killer. Yeah, exactly. Like, and he I mean, has part of Snape in him. I mean, uh, fucking Voldemort in him. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And he gets bullied. Yeah, there is so much that you're just like, by the end of it, you're like, how, 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 no wonder he just decided to, like, you know, get fat and, and old. 
Yeah, I mean, it's no, no wonder that he just, at some point in the series, didn't just take that fucking broom up as high as he could and just fucking yeah. jumped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't give him a broom to ride. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got issues. Yeah. Velcro shoes only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. And it's like he had such a horrible... Yeah, you know, and he finally finds a game of Quidditch that he loves, and then he almost gets killed at that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it was it was just killed going to like the World Cup of Quidditch, like, like yeah, like, like everything, like his his poor kid. And then he befriends somebody. Finally, finds a friend outside of Hermione and Ron, and uh, he fucking gets killed. Yeah, in his arms. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, oh, and by the way, the. The, the greatest villain of all time is risen because of you. <laughs> right. You know. And nobody believes you. Yeah. Hart, Hagrid's chained up like a fucking oxen. <laughs> you know what I mean? You love that guy to pieces. Yeah. He almost... One went to prison once and then almost died. Yeah. Again. It's just like... It never... His pain just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's never ending. I mean, don't get me wrong, Ron and Hermione were there, but they, like, they were living it, but not, it wasn't as, as But as they could have at any time said, you know, Harry, peace, brother. I'm, I'm tapping on. <laughs> you know, I, I, you're a great guy. I'm sorry you're going through this shit, but man, this, this is four years in a row. I am done. Yeah. I want to, I want to go to it. Dance normally. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need this fucking pressure. Yeah, you know, uh, I I got I got I got a bail on you, man. You know, but no, they're they're there until like I mean that's like the true test of friendship. You know, All right, right? They're until the end. You know, me, I would have been like, hey, buddy, you know, you're you're cool, but you got too much shit in your life. You got <laughs> you way got... too much fucking fucked up drama. You got some issues, pal. Yeah. I, I can't be part of this. <laughs> I can't. You know. Yeah, it's just this Scooby Gang is too crazy for me. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I know, and it just gets weirder. Like everywhere this kid is, people die. Yeah. And like I know that comes up to a summation at the end, but it's just like, you know, there's Lupin. One of the twins dies. You know what I mean? Like. He's seeing his friends like, die at, around him. At the end, by like, the Death Eaters. At the end, I can't even believe he's sending his kids to Hogwarts. <laughs> I know. Like I, I, that was like it's like you know what you are going to like a regular fucking school. <laughs> right. You know, I've got enough money. I can get you to any fucking school you want to go to. Magic doesn't exist. You don't need this horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like here's a football. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Take an art class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but he's sending, he's sending them there. Yeah. I wonder who's in charge now. I don't know. But I mean, it's, just, it's, it's one of those oddball things where I would be like, you know, um, Dad, what were your school days like? You don't want to fucking know. <laughs> yeah, right. They were not the happiest days of my fucking life. Dad's at the bourbon again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, Siverus. Hey, Albus. Did you get chased around by a fucking Death Eater all year? No? 
Yeah, come see me when you are. Oh my god, and the Dementors. Yeah, Dementor. Did you did you have to travel back in time to save yourself from a fucking Dementor? No? Okay, call me when you do. Yeah, have you ever fought a dragon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to a Russian bathhouse? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Tell like... Moaning Myrtle I said sup. Yeah. yeah exactly. Sup. <laughs> she saw me naked. Yeah. But like all these people have died around him because of him. And it's like, how do you how do you live with that? Like I'm sure he didn't even want to go to the train station. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It is to say the train <laughs> gives him PT. And his owl died. Yeah, don't we forget that we forgot about the owl. That's important. The owl sacrifice. Sometimes a pet dying. Sometimes a pet is more important than a oh, person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. It's crazy. All this stuff that happens. Like they just had to have like a caravan of people dying to get into school one year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> an actual caravan. Yeah. Like, it opened up like a fucking Bond movie with this action scene where they're flying through England and shit. Yeah. Just to get Harry to fucking school. Yeah. Mad Eye died. Yeah. Oh. Fucking. Yeah. Through all that, for kept in a box for three, four months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In his, in his, in his tundas, in his yeah. fucking underwear, oh, yeah. and leg straps. Also, David Tennant could in, for be him. Yes. Yeah. And, and then he dies. Yeah. Shortly thereafter. Oh. Trying to get this fucking piece of shit back to school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone's dead. I mean, like especially that that end movie where like there's Tonks and there's fucking. Oh, I got that boat with the, the hands. Lupin? Yeah, the yeah. touch. Oh, oh, set me off. The death of the Weasley kid? Yeah. Unreal. Like, I'm just like, at one point you're like, fuck, someone just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. All yeah. these people are dead. Yeah. <laughs> these people that you've seen in the movie. Yeah. You know? And the janitor makes it. <laughs> yeah, the fucking janitor. All that. And the fucking janitor makes it. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> and his cat. Yeah, I'm... Talk about someone that should have, you know. <laughs> fucking... You know? <sighs> and I think, what's her name? Survived, too. Uh, that bitch that fucking kept writing on his arm. Yeah, I think she did. I think she's... I think she lived. Yeah, I think she got sent to jail. Right. Yeah. That horrible person. Talk yeah. about a person that you hated. Oh. Oh. Luna survived, I think. Yeah, Lu Luna survived. How? Being crazy. I know, but... I mean, you think about all that stuff yeah. that was going on. I mean, Luna lost her dad, but I mean, like... And then the death of fucking... What's his name? Dobby. Oh, that was heartbreaking. 
That was the killer. That was brutal. That was. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I cried when I read that in the book. Yeah. And then I cried again when I saw it in the movie. <laughs> you know, I knew it was coming in the movie. It's still like, Dobby is a free elf. Oh, shit. Right. For Dobby. Right. <laughs> you know. I remember people being upset when they were going to fucking take out the fucking, uh, whatever the fucking Griffin thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's funny, thinking back on it. You know, they were upset that they were going to take out that Griffin. Yeah. And I'm like, just wait. Yeah. No idea what's coming. Just wait for death. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's let's uh let's jump off Potter. Yeah, I did watch the end of something. Oh, what did you watch? The end of Peacemaker. Oh, okay. Finally finished that. Okay. Wow, was that good? Yeah. That ended very well. It did. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um I liked the cameos. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. I thought that was well done. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. And and placed just right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very good. And that's it. I just finished that series. I thought that was an impressively well done series. I thought it feels very James Gunn. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what they do in season two. Because, like, they're letting James Gunn play in that sandbox. Yeah. And kind of letting him loose. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like he's being reeled in very much, if at all. Because, I mean, let's face it, I mean, that, that, that series is batshit crazy. <laughs> you know, the Suicide Squad was, was a bit batshit crazy. Like, they, I, I like that Warner Brothers in DC is just kind of letting him go. Yeah. And, like, be James Gunn, and, well, you know, it, you know, what you can and can't do. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, so much, like, first off, like, the whole Justice League thing at the end, the spoilers, the Justice League thing at the end, like, I can't believe they let that go. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe, like, you know, fish fucker, you know? I mean, that was, like, so fucking funny. But he's got so much ball yeah. to say that. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And Because you know Aquaman just destroy him. Yeah. But he doesn't care. Yeah. I gotta really squash that rumor in his face. But it's true, right? Fuck you, Barry. Yeah. That was hysterical. Like, I can't believe, like, they let that... Like, there's shit that, like, you know, Batman's a pussy and this is why. Like, how, how do they let that go? Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, there was stuff like that that, like, surprised the hell out of me. And eagerly. Yeah. I thought that was, like, one of the coolest parts in that film. Yeah. Where it was just, like... He, no, he doesn't have a dog. He's an eagle. He's yeah, an he's a, he's a fucking American eagle. Yeah. And he gives hugs. And I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what, what made you change your mind? What made, I saw an eagle hug a man. <laughs> you know? You know? Yes. That's, okay. And he did. Yeah. Okay. I was so impressed. I was like, thank God, eagly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I love that fucking eagle. 
Ah, so good. All right, well, um, I got an email to read real quick. Okay. I don't know, it's pretty lengthy, but I expect nothing less from our good friend, the Otter. Yeah. Better known as Superfan Tim. Tim writes in, hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Hey. Love the guest last week. You know I'm a fan of the grill. Speaking of which, I need to invest in a new one. The steel burner diffusers on mine are melting in one caved in. Well, time to upgrade. Can't wait to try Jammy's stuff. Right now, I'm a big fan of hardcore carnivore stuff. Their black and red seasonings are great. Good stuff and only a stable of like five or six seasonings. Mm -hmm. I got a sample pack from Meat Church a couple of weeks ago. And it's going to take me years to use that up. I'm not usually a barbecue sauce guy anymore. They're low with sugar, and Beaver has my ass eating correct anymore with low carbs. But who can pass up green and black barbecue sauces? <laughs> Very true. Finally signed up for Paramount+. Plus. Honestly, because the pup wanted to watch Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but I'll try and catch the other stuff on there. Except Discovery. Stork said, it's too woke for me. Sounds like a legit su suggestion. Ah, it's woke, I guess. Like, I don't know. I, I... Star Trek is always woke. Yeah. That's part of Star Trek. <clears throat> you know. Um, actually, I was digging it. And the cat... Oh, hold on. Anyways, we finally checked out the stand. Have you guys gotten around to it yet? Because it stinks. Yeah, it did. I was actually digging it in the casting decisions for the first couple episodes and didn't mind the flashbacks. But that didn't last. I'll try to keep it spoiler free and if you guys want to get into it, we can later. Well, I agree with you. Like It did hook me the first couple of episodes. Sure it did. Like I felt like you know, okay, the flashbacks are working for me. Like I kind of, like I kind of dig what this is doing, and then it hit like episode three where I was like, "Oh, this is yeah, this is not good." Yeah, it just got bad real quick. Yeah, well, maybe it was episode four. It was after Heather Graham. Yeah, you know, Heather Graham can do no wrong. Yeah, it was after Heather Graham. Yeah. Um. Flashbacks must have been used because the producers spent near zero time on the journey to where everyone was going. The time spent giving love or hate or even feel sorry for the villains or characters is non-existent. A real crime. You saw awkward cuts and scenes like it was a commercial coming, which I found weird because language, nudity, etc. was present in in this, and no way was this going to make it to a, a channel with commercials. Yes, but with Paramount Plus, you can choose to watch it with commercials and pay a lower fee, or without commercials and pay a higher fee. So with their their shows that are meant for Paramount Plus only, like including like Discovery, Picard, and, and, and any other shows that's a Discovery exclusive. They do have those weird cuts where it seems like there's a commercial coming because they were designed that way. Yeah. So you're just watching the commercial-free version if you're paying the higher price. 
Um, flags people look like a cartoon of a circus. No depth, just Sodom and Gomorrah. They are absolutely clown shoes. How they treat Herdy and the, the Trash Can Man should be a war crime. Trash Can Man is the absolute worst that doesn't show up until the last three episodes when he has to be shown masturbating to a blow, blown up oil silo. Zero depth. Total waste of Ezra Miller. Why? Well, I, I won't deny that. Yeah. You know, Ezra Miller is much better than that, than that performance. Yeah. Uh, Flag's dance scene. What the fuck? Yeah, that was kind of weird. Or if you're lucky, you won't. No, he said, you'll see, or if you're lucky, you won't. Well, we saw. Yeah, we saw. I preferred Dauber. If you get it, you get it. I get it, buddy. I get it. Mutinick equals a waste. No time spent discovering his character and making his story the backbone of action in the last third of the story. Seriously, though, they didn't give Tom and Nick enough time. M-O-O-N spells missed opportunities. Craig Kinnear. Fine job. Stop vaping, you douche. Well, I think I was part of the character. Like, he, he is a bit douchey. You know? Mm. Harold. He was uber douchey, which is good, because he's supposed to be. One of the great parts of his story is how you see Harold turning into a normal guy and his turn is even more tragic. But alas, no character building. <clears throat> I hear Amber Heard tried to blame Johnny Depp for throwing her off the balcony of Flag's penthouse. <laughs> that bitch. I could go on and on, as we all know, but it led me to this. Well, First off, I want to agree with you. I think it sounds like you're in agreement as well. Yeah. The stand was a wasted opportunity. Right. Like, especially for like a show that went ten, that was ten episodes long. Yeah, I mean, you could have done a lot. Yeah, I mean that that was. I was very disappointed after like getting hooked into it, and then I wrote it out to the end. Yeah, yeah. Because like I felt like I had to. Yeah. You know. Stephen King is often revered as one of America's best authors. Why are his works never simply taken from the page and put on the screen? A lot of his stuff is batshit, but millions read the books. Why not give him a shot and just once do a perfect mirror and put it on screen? This is a great opportunity in the new streaming world. Well, I, I do think if you were to do that, at least... I think you would have had to have gone five more episodes. I think it would have had to have been a 15-episode run to kind of get... <laughs> Has there ever been a Stephen King film that's closely to the book? Well, I mean, let's think about it. So he does ask, what do you think is the most correct adaptation to King? And maybe a double question, what is the best and what is the most accurate? Mm. Now, I'm going to agree with, with him because he says, the most accurate to me is the miniseries of The Shining that King produced with Stephen Weber. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah. I mean, a, a language aspect of it because it was, yeah. you know, made for ABC. But outside of that, I thought, yes, that was pro probably... And I, I haven't read many King books. So that's part of my problem. Like, I read The Shining. I read Christine. And I read The Stand. Those, I think those are the only three I've really read by King. Yeah. 
So I do think, like, yes, that the Steven Weber version of The Shining was much closer mm-hmm. of an adaptation than probably anything has been done, and including the Nicholson right. Shining. But, like, Nicholson's Shining is fucking amazing. Yeah. You know. I never read it. So I'd have to ask somebody. Yeah. On how that, you know, yeah, how close it was. Um To tell you the truth, I really didn't like a lot of Stephen King films. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I did like Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And I did like Cujo. Cujo probably lived up. Yeah. Um, I can't see how that storyline can change that much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a basic storyline. Right. Um, but it's also one of the... scariest films. Yeah. You could probably ever watch. Right. Especially if you're scared of dogs. Right. Um, but, I mean, to think about all the King films... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've only read a couple of the books myself. Yeah, I'm not a big Stephen King fan. Um, it's like people at that time were always either King or Kuntz. Yeah. And I read Kuntz more than I read. I King. probably read more more Dean Kuntz books than I did Stephen King. Yeah. And what they did to Dean Kuntz books was a fucking absolute travesty. Yeah. But I I, I do think Otter like. Overall, I don't think there are very many, if any, books that are given very good treatments from page to screen. Right. Um, you know, even our our beloved Ready Player One is vastly different from the book that we read. Yeah. You know, I like both adaptations. I, I like the book and I like the movie. I like the movie for what it is, um, but it's it's completely different from the, the book. Right. Um. So I, I can't think of many, if any, like really good adaptations of any book that I, I that I've watched. That translates. Yeah. <clears throat> like I'm trying to think and like uh like I'm I'm sure maybe there are some more like psychological movies. Or there are you know movies in other genres that I don't watch that maybe they're closer adaptations for whatever reason. Yeah. But um, like I I wonder if Silence of the Lambs was pretty close. Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean I can say I mean. Or Hannibal. Yeah, like I I, I think I think they do a really good job in the um <laughs> the Hunger Games series of like translating the books to the. To the movies. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, is it a perfect adaptation? No, but they do a pretty good job with it. Yeah, and I don't know how well Twilight stood up either. Yeah. Um, Potter. Well, I mean, Potter, though, like, ha- having read the books, like, there's a there's a lot yeah. taken out. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
just because of time. Like, you know, the whole free elf movement. Yeah. And there's a lot of other things that take place in those books that, like, they just ripped out because, like, they just focus on the main storyline of Harry versus Voldemort. Yeah. Which is understandable. Um, so, like, I mean, in a way, they, like, it is a it is a pretty good adaptation in, in that storyline. Yeah. But there's a lot of other stuff that could have been put in there, but the movies would have been five fucking hours. <laughs> you know, everything would have been a part one and two. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They changed Crichton's books. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I, 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 I just... As I, I, as I remember, Jurassic Park was much darker than the movie. It was, and there's a lot of like there's I mean, there a lot of stuff that's in there, but then there's a lot of stuff that was taken out, like the, the like the the paradactyl yeah. cage. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, there, there's stuff that like the Andromeda strain isn't it, it strays from the book. I mean, yeah. So like, there are a lot of those things yeah. that like you know when you read the book, you're like, oh wow, this is much different. <laughs> right. I see why they tried to adapt this, but they failed miserably. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Stork says the most accurate to me is the miniseries. Okay, um, the Green Mile. It's been a long time since I saw the movie, and even longer since reading the book. But I feel like it was pretty accurate. I haven't tackled his smaller stuff like Shawshank and the Body yet, so time will tell. I still have one book left in the Dark Tower, which has become the true bane of my existence. Well, I'm, I'm sure, like. With Shawshank, I'm sure that like to take take a short story and turn it into a two hour movie, there's going to be a lot of stuff added to it. Right. Like I I understand I never read it, but like um, the Mist, the that was based off of a short story that you know they added a ton to, including the the, the change of the ending. And so is Stand by Me. Yeah, which is the based body. upon the body. Yeah. So like I'm I'm sure like. In those cases, like with the short stories, they're probably going to be faithful to an extent. Like the bones of the story is there, but they have to build it up because you have to get a two-hour movie out of a 85-page novel. Yeah. You know, so. I thought... Um, Creepshow was good. Yeah. In that short story format. Yeah. I thought that was very well done. Yes. Now, I don't... I mean, they've taken them from stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, like, I mean... I, King's Library is so vast and so deep. And, I mean... You know, shit like Cat's Eye. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, um, fucking uh, so silver bullet. Yeah, that was a short story, right? I think so. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Those earlier ones seem to be better. Yeah, I, I was like, if it's made in the seventies or the the early to mid eighties, it probably stands up a little bit more than stuff made later on. Salem's Lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, but I never read that book. Night Shift, but yeah. I don't think that was a movie. Yeah. I don't think they ever came out with a movie for Night Shift. I don't think so, no. They just need to put the stand down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Like, I mean, it, it's, it may be the impossible story to tell. Yeah, don't even... Because it's so... It, it's just so much, you know. <sighs> so. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, man, I'm good. All right, well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. You can send us an email like Otter did. And an email address is pittsburghnerd yahoo.com you can also find us on facebook and twitter just search pittsburgh nerd podcast very very easy <laughs> to find and also we are on a number of podcasting networks you can find us on the tangent bound network the weeby geeks network and the pod breed network uh, just give them a google search and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer and lastly, as always, we want to thank you, dear listener, for taking the time to check us out each and every week. I can't thank you enough for that. We appreciate your support. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>